In our May podcast series, you will learn how to master your money mindset as we discuss and deconstruct the concept of money by eliminating limiting beliefs and guilt for the desire to make more money and live in abundance. In this four-part series, you can become a money magnet by altering your mindset around money, allowing it to flow into your life naturally and stress-free. Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi everyone, my name is Claire O'Shea and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. Now, I'm very excited to be welcoming you to our first episode of the Master Your Money Mindset in May series, where I discuss how to change your mindset and relationship with money in order to attract more income and abundance into your life. Now, it may be a lot of M's, but I can tell you it's going to be so worth it. So, whether you're a dance studio owner, entrepreneur, or even just interested in making more money, this is a four-part series for the month of May. So be sure to catch the next few episodes, which will be released every Monday and stay on track with Mastering Your Money Mindset. In today's episode, I'll be providing my top tips to help you change your perspective around money, whether that be wanting to make more money or any guilt or shame about having or making a lot of money or simply having a better relationship with money itself, as it does play a significant role in everyone's day-to-day life. With these tips, we're going to shake up and eliminate any limiting beliefs around money so you can start attracting it into your life and business effortlessly. Now for some, and in the past me, these episodes may have been a little woo-woo, but I encourage you to step out of your comfort zone. Money mindset is something I've been really heavily focusing on lately through you know, affirmations and visualizations and journaling, and while for some it may be a new concept and again a bit woo-woo I really encourage you to just give it a go at the end of the day at its worst you will see no changes and at its best a whole lot of more money flowing into your life so really what is there to lose and I'm going to be asking you some questions I would love for you to take some time out to answer or write down so if you're driving or multitasking never fear you can grab a free guide today by heading to claireochecoaching.com forward slash money mindset may now just in case you're not sure how to spell my name it is c-l-a-i-r-e-o-s-h-e-a coaching.com forward slash money mindset may so let's dive right into the show So firstly, today we are going to define what money is. So what is money to you? How do you see it, use it and need it? By Wikipedia's definition, money is any item or verifiable record that is generally accepted as payment for goods and services and repayment of debts in a particular country or socioeconomic context. But when you think of money, does that sentence ring true or does it dictate your relationship with it? Money is something that universally we all need or we all use as some type of bartering system. And some might say money is what makes the world go around. But let's think about it this way. Is it your very idea of money itself? What currently shapes your limiting beliefs around money to begin with? And this is not something to worry about as this can easily be shifted in a place of abundance. So how can we change our definition of money? Well, we can start with how it plays a role in our life and in our businesses. 
Some say money is a numbers game and some say it is just energy exchange. The reality is that at the end of the day, we have bills to pay and work to do. But as long as we respect these non-negotiables, if we want to survive in society, our perception of money and how we live our life is completely up to us. And of course, that's not any, you know, as long as it is all legal and harming no one. However, we decide to make money is up to us. The point is that money doesn't have to be this big, scary thing. And we understand that in this day and age, we all need money to survive. So that fact puts doubts and fear in our minds that if we don't have enough money, we won't be able to survive. But that fear is simply limiting us and our potential. The more we fear, the more we close ourselves off to the idea. Now, again, I am completely aware that this is an extremely privileged position to be coming from. There are so many people out there in the the world that don't have access to enough money or food or water, and I completely understand that. But in my opinion, that is a separate, different issue that I would love to talk about more, but I just want to talk about more about our money mindset, how it stands as business owners and in general. And I don't think we always need to feel... Um, that we have to solve every issue at once. So this is what I'm focusing on today. But I just want to make it clear to everyone that I am completely aware that this is coming from a place of privilege, but it is not something then, again, to be ashamed of. It's okay to have and want to get more money so that we can do things like help others more. So an example of a definition that has worked for me and other business owners is that money is simply a tool and I choose to utilize it in a positive way to help others with my skill set and passions to create a life where I am abundant and free to do what I love. Or simply, money is an exchange of energy, which is always coming and going naturally through providing value to others and vice versa. With this definition, you can begin to change your mindset around money and start breaking down the walls that stand your way to making more of it. Working with clients, I see so much guilt and a lot of awkwardness and unease about asking for money from parents and students that is owed or even really charging what you're worth. For those in that current situation, I highly encourage you to start working on your money mindset so that you can ask and earn what you are worth. Moving on to point number two is all about our perspective around money growing up. So just like almost any belief we have or had, it always stems from our childhood and our experiences. And I'm not saying our parents or your parents are to blame for all of our problems, not at all. But the way we were raised and the people around us the most, now and back then, really do shape our perspective of the world and of course, as a result, money. Now, I'm going to get a little personal now. No one showed my dad this, but for example, my wonderful dad is a tradesman and an extremely hard worker. It was always discussed in our family that working hard is the way to success, which I agree with, obviously. Without working hard, you aren't able to get this money coming into your life. But I'm also in the process of learning there is other ways and other trains of thought around this. And my lovely dad was such a hard worker and is still a hard worker. He still works full time. He would leave before I got up, before going to school, and he would come home in the dark. A lot of the times I would be out dancing, but if I was at home in the evening, it would be dark before he got home. And as a result, I had and I still have such a wonderful life because of his hard work and dedication to our family, but it has really ingrained some patterns in me that you may find interesting. So for example, as a child, there was always a sense of guilt or laziness around resting when there were still things to do around the house. 
So as a result, as an adult, it took me such a long time to be able to stop, I say in quote marks, work when it was so easy to connect digitally at home. So I was always on my computer wanting to check things. I was always such a big believer in, not believer, but I was such a doer of multitasking. Like I couldn't sit down and enjoy a TV show without folding the washing or without replying to an email or without tidying the house. And, you know, I'm still dealing with these things. I'm sure there will be parts of me that will always be very busy like this. But it is really interesting to think about the way that we were raised as children and the environments that we were Um, that we grew up in and how that can have effect on some other patterns that we might do like this and also in relation to money mindset. So according to my parents and what always was discussed is, you know, and they were very open about money and we always talked about money and how it comes and goes. My mum and dad were never, you know, scared about money. They didn't talk about it in a negative way. We had great holidays and I, you know, went to an amazing school and they were always so you know, open about it, which was amazing, but it was talked about in a way that you only get money when you work extremely hard. And I saw the results of this and I saw how it worked. So it is a challenge and it is currently challenging my thought process on making money being easy. And I do see more of it and there is ways of doing that, that it can become easier but it really is challenging my train of thought. And I wonder if this is triggering anyone else out there, but it's very interesting concept and whether we could just make money making easy. And with that in mind, I'm going to be going over now some questions for you to ask yourself and write down the answers to really see how much these beliefs have shaped you and how you view money, spend it, save it or earn it. Now, again, if you're driving or you're multitasking right now, I completely understand. I love to listen to podcasts on the go too. So that's why I have recorded all of these questions down for you to grab in a free download. And all you have to do is go to claroshaycoaching.com forward slash money mindset may that's the month of may may to get your free download question number one how was money viewed and talked about in your home was there always an abundance or did you and your family struggle what were both your parents individual views of money and how they spoke about it did one parent earn more than the other Did only one parent work or both? Did you have to start working at a young age to help out with the bills? If you grew up in a wealthy household, did you ever feel guilty for being more privileged than those around you? Did you take it for granted or were you grateful? When you would ask to buy something, how did your parents react? What was it like when you first moved out or started college or university? Did you receive any help or were you left to, you know, grow and fend for yourself? Have any of your past experiences made you feel guilty for having, earning or wanting more money or maybe not good with money by your parents' standards? And in relation to the questions, this is not about shaming our parents or previous generations at all. Like I completely adore my parents, as I'm sure many of you do with your own parents, but this is purely about acknowledging a new type of thought process and something new that we can train ourselves to do and bring into our lives. So let's move on to creating new beliefs. And this is a really exciting part. So creating these new beliefs coincide with my last point when it comes to 
our past limiting beliefs. Now, with these old beliefs around money, you can create these new ones by creating a counter belief. So, for example, if one of your limiting beliefs was that you feel guilty for wanting to make more money because maybe you grew up in a household that may have struggled financially or was just not a positive place about money, you can now say, I am more than deserving of receiving an abundance of money regardless of my upbringing as I am highly skilled and have value to give to others. By flipping it around, you can begin to unfold what you are truly deserving of and start to really change your perspective on generating more income. With this in mind, you can also increase your value, your self-worth, as well as the amount of money itself, as mentioned in point number one. And from there, you can focus on how you want to feel if you've already obtained that amount of money in which you desired and how your business and your life would look. So if you had the salary, the business or the lifestyle you had always dreamt of, how would you feel? And when you feel that every single day and you, you, know, you think about it and you visualize all about it, how does it make you feel? Our thoughts are truly magnets to getting what we desire. So when it comes to money, why think anything else besides having an abundance of it if that is what you truly desire? With abundance comes so many opportunities and more options. So you can decide what to do with that money, whether it be to finally get that studio space you've always desired, to hire a studio manager, buy your own house or donate more money to charity or create your own charity. Whatever you decide, abundance can bring choices and that is what it is all about. So that wraps up our first episode of our Master Your Money Mindset in May series. I am so excited for you to start implementing these three steps and you know mindset shifts and slowly start to make that shift and allow abundance to flow into your life. Again, to grab your free copy of this week's download, which is super handy to start implementing and working through these mindset shifts, head to claroshaycoaching.com forward slash money mindset may. Stay tuned for next week's episode all about the magnetic money mantras that will attract more money into your life like a magnet. I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world and I will speak with you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.